Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, episode 116. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. And did I hear you say podcast? Podcast. That's what it sounded like. I don't know. Is that what it sounded like? You making fun of me, Wolf? Just a little bit. Very very, uh, offended over here, so... Anyway, welcome guys to the show. It's been a while. It's been um, over a month uh, since the last episode, Um, and, well... JMR's been quiet and I've been really busy, so uh, I feel like the both excuses are valid there. Um, but uh, you know, JMR's starting to cook up again, and uh, my semester's starting to come to an end. So the shows are going to be coming out regularly once again. Hopefully, Marvel Mania X won't take too long to come out. Yeah, I agree. and I just realized, like I thought about, like the game also got an update, so there actually is quite a bit to discuss on this episode. Yeah, uh, the game still looks. Looks bad. Um, maybe a couple updates graphics-wise, but um, still doesn't look amazing. Uh, if we touch mm. on the game today, great. If uh, we have to do a lot more of the game next time, then so be it. But uh, yeah, they still got a long ways to go, but at least they're continuing to add new events. And uh, um, I uh, I heard there is going to be some sort of skill-based or some sort of multiplayer thing. Um, I don't know if it's already uh. already out or if it's, if it's there, but... Um, uh. They added the like the a version of multiplayer to the game. I just didn't get to test it because no one was online when I was doing it. <laughs> but hey, it's promising if they're taking in the direction where they're going to start to have skill based a- aspects of the game. But uh, that being said, I went to the JMR meet and greet last Saturday. Was it last Saturday? Yes. So like a week before yes. today. It was a long trip. I had to take a subway to the bus stop, four-hour bus ride, then an hour train ride after that just to get there. And the trip was awful because it was just uncomfortable and I was just tired the whole time. But I will say that was totally, totally worth it. I I can't even believe that I got to have that experience, to actually see, like literally touch gel, gel from JMR. I literally did. It was like, I remember... We were sitting, like, he was sitting in the booth, and I was sitting in the booth because I had wanted to get a picture with uh, all of them and everything. And he just started talking. He's like, you know, he's like, it's so cool that, um, I'm paraphrasing, of course, he talks differently than Marvel Guy. But um, basically, it's so cool. Like, normally my fans are 4,000 miles away or more, and I never get to see them. So it's so cool that I get to be here and see them and even touch them. And he put out his hand, and then I put out my hand, and we had, like, a little high-five kind of moment it was I touched gel like that's crazy like that's, that's cool that's, that's the awesome. guy that's the guy who made the sh- made all the shit that we watch and talk about um <laughs> so i don't know it was it was crazy uh i'll just i'll kind of like try to summarize the whole thing so you guys get a sense of uh what you missed out on there um but basically we got i got there and um actually i got there 
at the restaurant. The restaurant was in the back. So there was this big building, like a big square looking building, about two floors. I don't know why two floors, but it was. And uh, the front didn't have like an entrance, a very clear entrance. It was more the entrance in the back. So I got there in the front and it just happened to be that like that's when they were arriving. So uh, Jell and Dion were out there. They had their like camera. There was like a camera crew with them just to, like filming them and um, uh, I'll get to that in a minute, but, uh, basically there was a camera crew there. We we're filming them, whatnot. Great. And then, so I'm like, dude, these are the guys they are right here. That's crazy. So I was like, uh, Hey guys, cause I didn't know where to go. Actually. I didn't know I had to go to the back and they were like, and, and they were like, Hey, how you doing? And, and the, the, doc, the film person started filming me, like waving to them <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I was like, this is surreal. This is so cool. How is this happening right now? Dion. Oh, my God. Um, Dion. Um, but and then they said, oh, just go around to the back. We'll be there uh, in a second. So I, I headed around to the back um, and I got in there and there was a bunch of people there. Like there was, um, I think, total probably about 30 people, 30 fans showed up, um, which is not bad considering that New York has only one of like the whole world of possible places where fans for our JMR come from, which I realized that because there's a lot, cause I noticed there's a lot of comments on, uh, by the way, just warning you, this could be a long intro because we're going to cover the whole meet and greet in the intro. So this is going to be a, a long intro. So just letting you know, but there's, there was like when they posted about it, they, there was a lot of comments saying, Oh my God, I want to be there, but I can't make it. I can't be there at the day or I just can't get all the way to New York or whatever. So, um yeah it, it was it was hard for a lot of people to get there so the people that could make it i mean i i was i realized that like because i was almost expecting there to be like like hundreds of people there but then realized it's just not doesn't make sense like because most of the fans are spread out over everywhere in the world so um it's not like if you had a meet and greet with a particular sports team where everybody who likes that team is kind of in one place so um yeah, but uh, so yeah, the fact that thirty people showed up was pretty cool. Um, around, I don't know the final count, but um, yeah, so I got in there, started talking to some of the people. They were all wearing their merch, so everyone had like different things on. There was a guy with a llama's hat who's actually in the Racing Marble League Discord, um, so that was cool. I met him. There was a guy. There was a speeder. There was a little kid who's like a speeders fan, so that was cool. Uh, obviously, Term showed up. He's in a Rangers fan. There was just, everyone was wearing their merch, um, and, you know, we just talked. We just talked about favorite teams. We talked about, you know, how much we enjoy the content and, and how much it's mean to us. I plugged my podcast a couple times, and some people, like, um, you know, got that information. So that's really cool. So if you're, uh, if you, I met you at the meet and greet, hi, um, I do this still. So uh, welcome to the show for the first time, probably, unless you've listened to past episodes because you couldn't wait to hear about Marbles. Um, but yeah, so, um, and then we just, you know, we were sitting there talking and then they walk in and, and Greg is there too, which was crazy. And so, you know, they just start talking to us. It's like, it's just, it wasn't like weird. Like we had to like line up to see them or anything though. They just started talking to us. Dion kind of walked around. He came over, talked to me for, he talked to me for a while about just like, I guess just whatever was on his mind about the channel. He just talked to me, um, you know, and, and about the experience and it was like that that camera guy filming and there was like other people there that like weren't part of JMR because they were apparently I learned later they were filming a documentary they one and this is part of it so they wanted to get like a fan oh. meet and greet as a part of this documentary 
right? That's so cool. Yeah. I can't believe I missed being part of a documentary. Ooh. Ah. Ooh, oh, just wait a second, Waff. But um, so, yeah, so uh, there's talking talking, and I just I get to talk to Greg Woods. I got to talk to Dion. We took pictures. It was it was just insane. It was insane um, that all of that was happening right there. Um, you know, and then like we, we, they made us pay for our own food, which kind of sucks, but we had to order our own food there. Um, so they had, they had good fried rice. I will say the fried rice was worth it. Um, and they give you a lot. It was supposed to be a, just a side, but they give you like a full bowl. I was like full after that. Um, yeah, but then, um, so I'm just there. And at that point, uh, gel Greg and Dion were all sitting together in a booth, uh, with all the marbles, by the way laid out all the marbles that are in the videos laid out on like a towel like on that table which was also just insane to see like i saw i touched yellow eye and red eye i touched them like i held them in my hand and i have a picture of that i should have posted the pic i will i will but i i literally held the crazy cat's eyes in my hand which was (laughs) crazy fuck that's cool Um, but so they were over there and the marbles were out so I come over because I wanted to get like a selfie with all of them just to remember the day. So I go over there, sit down, and I'm taking like, you know, I go to take a selfie. And then this woman comes over. I guess she's helping run up the documentary. She's like, oh, I'll take a picture of you guys. Um, so I was like, okay, thanks. So um, we all get in the picture, big moment, um, takes a picture. And then after that, they um, the camera guy comes over, and then the woman starts interviewing me right there in front of, with I guess with all of them in camera. I'm just, they just asked me like 15 minutes. They start asking me questions about my experience with JMR and just everything that I guess I could say about um, how it has an effect on me and the podcast and how that's going and everything. And they just interviewed me for 10 minutes. And I, and then they had me sign something after the interview consenting to be in this documentary. So I will be what in this documentary talking for some amount of time actually like like talking to the camera it's crazy i'm going to be in that and ah uh, so my uh, jealousy is uh, through the roof dude <laughs> uh um and i i think term got in too because term and dion were talking like five minutes and they were like filming him too and he said he had the i said that they were going to put him in so like that's so cool like fans will be in the documentary i don't know how much of me they'll put in because you know editing 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 and editing that's a part of the process so if I'm if I get like 15 30 seconds I'll be happy if they get the best moments of me pon, uh, pontificating or whatever but it <laughs> it was so cool to be able to sit there right next to the three guys who make this happen and then talk about how impacted I've been by the three guys who make this happen and the marbles laying right there being whatever uh, and uh, it was it was unbelievable. I can't believe I can't believe I'm be in the documentary. Like I can't believe I will be in a documentary. That, that's crazy. Like, did you mention the podcast to like either like the interviewer or like to Yella and them? They asked me about the podcast um, in the interview, so I, I did mention it. And then I also asked her like, if you ever if you put my name up on the screen, can you put like host of MSW podcast so people know? <laughs> um, but. Uh, I should have like plugged it too. I should have said you can find it on YouTube and whatever, but I forget if I did. Um, because I was just in the moment. I wasn't even expecting it. It was they didn't like, like build me up to this. They just came over and started talking at me. So I kind of just had to impromptu start coming up with shit in my head. So, mm-hmm. man, I don't know. It was it was cool. It was definitely worth the time. 
Um, I got to talk to Greg about commentary and, um, he said he'd be willing to like, look at my stuff and give me feedback, which is nice. And, um, uh, he hasn't read his Twitter message yet, but, uh, hopefully he will eventually, Yeah, I know he's a busy man, but, um, but like, I don't know, just meeting them, like, come on, it's the best. It was the best. So, so my, my brain skipped a beat for them. Did, did you say that like they, they have heard of the po- that they did listen to the podcast? I don't know if like or, Jell and Dion have, um, but like Dion didn't even remember that he like shouted us out on the channel, huh? Like which is funny. It was a few years ago. No, no, he it, like about the Marble League game review. That was, like, oh, that was Yella ago. though. Ye- Yella did that. Oh, oh, I did. Yeah. I forget who's in charge of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's. I think they kind of know, but it's like they're busy, so it's like they're not. They don't sit mm. there and listen to the podcast all the time. But I mean, like, yeah, I get it's, it was it was cool. It was just so cool, um, and it was worth. And then it was like a four hour bus ride back. Oh, funny story. Um, so, so trains come every hour, right? So the the train that goes back to where the bus was. So when I got out of the uh, meeting or whatever, it was like a, it was like a little bit past three. So I got back up to the train stop, and then it said on the sign, train doesn't, next train not till 3.57. And my bus is at 4.30, and the train ride is like 45 minutes. So I was like, uh-oh. So that's hmm. that's not good. So I was like, what am I going to do? So first of, all, first of all, I sat there for a second, and I was like, uh-oh, this is bad. Um, and then I was like, wait, maybe there's another station around. Oh, first of all, I called the guy who owned the restaurant where they hosted this, and I was like, I was because like, he's like a big Marble fan, that's how they got hosted there and i was like dude like i'm gonna miss my bus is there anything maybe you can if you happen to be driving that way but he was like he had already left so like that sucked but um he said like there's stations around right there's other stations maybe you can uber to one so i was like all right and so um the one he recommended was too far away i didn't want to uber i wanted to like just walk but then it was still far so there's one closer that had like a train at 340 and it was like two miles away so I just jogged two miles with my backpack on. It was heavy and uncomfortable to get to the station. And I got there just in time for that train. I got on that train. I got back. And then I went to go to the bus, which was like a five-minute walk from the, from the train. And I missed it by like one minute. Like it was, uh. And I had to sit there for another hour and a half, which kind of sucked. So all that exercise for like nothing. But um, no, and then and that was the day. I didn't get back to like eleven, so it was a long day. But wow, I got up at like four thirty. <laughs> but it was so worth it. It was it was, damn! I can't believe that I've met those people. Um, uh, I don't know. That was awesome. Maybe they'll do one every year. Maybe they'll do one in the future. But uh, um, I'm I, it's worth the the trip. If you're like, ah, should I really go out there for three hours? Like, yeah, you should. Especially, like, the fans meeting other people who are into the same thing and then meeting them and then seeing the marbles. Like, you're gonna, you're not going to get another time to do it. They're not going to do this all the time. You will not get millions of chances to meet these people. So if, if you can, you should definitely try. I think they're doing – are they doing one in California still? Did they do that one yet? Uh, I haven't heard anything about a California one, but, like, I, I'm definitely going to try my best to go to the next one. Like, I – Ah, uh, I, I really wish I had gone to this one, dude. Nah, yeah, it it was worth it. I don't know if there'll be a documentary filmed every time they go at this point, but uh, <laughs> it's just yeah, probably you know, not. 
it's an experience worth having. And like for someone, for especially for me who's been invested in this so long, and other people who are really invested in this, you can't right. you can't miss it because you may not get another chance. Honestly, I don't know how often they're gonna do this, but uh, yeah, that's a that's a long intro. But that's basically all the things that happen. If you have any specific questions of stuff that I just didn't even remember then you should definitely email in. Oh, my God, mswpodcast at gmail.com. Um, that's mswpodcast at gmail.com. And you should email in and ask questions. Ask me things that maybe I didn't even remember to talk about. Um, just, um, you know, write in. So uh, Or write in about other things because now we're back into probably more consistent podcasts, so we definitely want to hear from you guys as, uh, as much as possible. So continue to write in Marble Mania X Ideas predictions for this coming year of marvel sports whatever you want um thoughts on the new teams we just got five new teams all right <laughs> yeah so definitely worth uh writing in on those but uh yeah that will do it for the intro that was a long one but i just wanted to i wanted to start with that and get that out there right i just wanted to push that out there um so you guys really knew about that experience um you know start to finish um and all right well we haven't heard from yeah. johnny marble in a while oh, do you want to say something off uh, this intro's gone really yes, long, was, so, so but, like, a lot on. has happened in my life, too, so I might keep it brief. Like, I'll just say is that for YouTube viewers, like, I, I don't know. So, a lot happened on the Discord while you were gone, and I, I, basically, something happened, and I promised I would do something for this episode, so for the YouTube watchers, you'll get to see something special, I guess, on this episode. I guess that will be at the end, then, or? Uh, no, it's more, like, I think, I don't know, like, I, I might just, like, get up and show the camera or something like that. I know like, like Tony Wong wanted like like this for like this one episode so I was like I, I'll try doing something for it all right um well I'm excited to see I don't know what that is so I'm excited to see <laughs> you know, um, I think you already know what it is but you just don't I think you remember what it is probably not um but yeah uh we haven't heard from Johnny Marble in forever so let's go hear from him and the news in the community and when we come back we're going to dive right into some uh, user emails because we haven't heard from you guys in a while as well. Let's go to the news. Marble Sports fans! I'm Commander Wolf, here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News. It's been a while, so let's catch up on everything that's happened this past month. Our first bit of news covers the first race of the Elite Racing Series, which is a competition between the 12 marbles who have placed first in a racing Marble League event. The race took place at the USA Circuit, the largest track in RML's history, and featured various types of corners to challenge the racers. These racers really gave it their all, but the winner in the end was the two-time RML champion, Crimson Lady followed by Tornado in 2nd, and T-Bot in 3rd. Moving on over to JMR, we have news of the revival of Marble Maniacs, a competition that will feature several extreme events. The competition is being hosted by the Balls of Chaos, who will also be competing. They are joined by Marble League veterans the Pinkies and the Shining Swarm, as well as the Blackjacks, who have come out of retirement, and four new teams. It's great to see the Blackjacks return to Marble Sports, and it'll be interesting to see how these new teams fare against these seasoned veterans. Perhaps the extreme nature of this competition will make things more even between them, but only time will tell. Well, that's all the news I have for you, so let's wrap it on up. I'm Commander Wolf. You are the best fans in the world. Let's kick it on back with a podcast.
All right, we are back from the news, and it's been a while since I've said that. Thank you, Johnny Marble, for bringing us uh, exciting news this week. I wonder what he said. I wonder what he had to say this week. It's been a while. Definitely should mention the meet and greet if he hadn't. Um, hope he mentioned it. Um, but anyway, guys, we're going to start off with emails. Uh, again, mswpodcast.gmail.com. One of my favorite things about like literally living on this planet is when you guys write in to that email because like you can just say anything you could say anything and we'll read it and we'll talk about it um if you say something about marbles we'll be a lot more ready to talk about it but you can say anything and we will discuss it so uh with that being said we got three emails we're gonna discuss them and uh let's get started um so edu uh, writes in um the november 23rd Shit, it's been a while um Future of M1 plus going extreme. Okay, let's see what he has to say. Big email here. Out of caution, I want to state that this text is a personal opinion. Well, <laughs> good way to start. M1 Season 3 will be more important than it seems to be. Why? Because depending on how it progresses, it may decide the fate of the series and its place in the channel for the future. The development of the concept and the production of past two, uh, the past two editions have heavily relied on brainstorming from the former committee. Hmm, it's fair. Unlike other features, the group was an integral part of the process from start to finish, handling a variety of complex tasks. When the workflow was disturbed, we saw the effects. The half second of season two is now, no, the second half of season two is now negatively marked as the symbol of internal crisis and the eventual dissolution of the committee. Will the association be able to take on the challenge? Is it it has passionate fans who are dedicated to giving the best viewing experience, but they'll enter an unexplored territory with the bar set high. If managing the production ends up being too much for them, it may end be the end of the road for M1. All right. Well, as usual, Edu, in his uh, fancy language, uh, basically saying that we should be uh, wary of um, the fact that the JMA has to face their first Marvula one. Right? Mm -hmm. And that... He does bring up a good point that's harder than it seems because they're not used to the long-term built-up brainstorming the other committee went through to go from never having a Marbula one because the committee was there before the first Marbula one to having two. And so all that ideation they went through and trying out new ideas and kind of building upon what they had before, they, they don't have that. They, I mean, they have a sense of it, but they don't have that, that work done on it, that experience with it. So it's going to be interesting. Marbula 1 is one of those uh, series that needs a, a solid foundation um, of the people working on it, and it, it needs something new every year, or it's going to go flat. And it takes a lot to produce that. There's a lot of... Just, I mean, of course, Marble League is a, is a lot of pr production too, but like Marble League already has a very open kind of um, uh, environment for ideas. It's a little bit easier to, um, from the idea standpoint and from the um, uh, being able to still make a good production, even if you have not a lot of experience working with it. But uh, Marble One's very kind of, it's a little closed. So it, they're going to have to be more creative, and it's going to be a lot of new things for them. So I don't think that's going to mean the end of the road for M1, right? I don't think it's going to be the end of the road if they don't figure it out this time. But it definitely might be. They might have some challenges um, early on. Uh, I would definitely agree with that. Um, I don't know if it'll be as hard because, like, they didn't have to come up with it completely from scratch. 
And it, at the very least, like, I think roughly through the halfway point is when the committee shift happens. So they at the very least have like, a quarter or a half of a season of experience with working with M1. So it'll still be rough for them, I'm sure, but I don't know if it'll be as rough as each you probably expects it to be. You do follows in the in the comments with maybe MX will replace M1. I, first of all, don't think so. If anything, MX will replace SMR, which also I think is a bad idea. Um, mm. Honestly, their best idea is MX should be a fourth addition to the year. Their year, since their whole existence as a company is based on uploading content to YouTube, if they if they block it out, then they could easily fit in those four tournaments across um, the whole year. And they would pretty much be always active bar a month. And that's what you should be. If you're a full-time YouTuber, you need to be always active bar a month. Right? I mean, I mean, in some cases, you're never not active. But like a month tops off. Especially if that's all you're, all you're doing to make money. And so if, if, if I were them, I would really try to work on making MX the, like a fourth tournament. Okay? And... and, and Talking in that line is why I think that there should have been eight new teams instead of eight of the teams, like some of the teams we already have, plus some of the new teams. I We'll talk about that when we get there. Mm-hmm. But, like, they have to put that in there because they need to stay active as a channel. Or it will continue to be this weird rise and fall where people are in it and then out of it. And then because, like, oh, we have to wait two months for another video. Oh, okay, we have this marble machine video, which is, I mean, I'm, listen, I'm not into those, so. Um, they might as well be inactive. And so they, it should be a way to stay active. And, uh, M1 is honestly one of the most unique and popular things on the channel. I personally prefer Marble League, but there's a lot of people who love M1 for its Formula One kind of replication. So I just, um, I just think that there shouldn't be, hopefully they're not thinking of, uh, like kind of moving MX in and then pushing something out. Let's finish the email. Yeah, and I mean, like, like just to add on to that, like the the original hosts of the Let It Roll podcast, like they primarily only watch JMR for M one, so there's definitely a audience who only really care about that and don't care about the rest. So I don't think they're gonna get rid of M one for sure. There were three, there were two, three other podcasts that only existed That's for right. M one that are F one podcasts at core or something else at core, and did this. I just almost dropped my phone. Oh. Did the M1 as a part of their podcast because they they liked how it actually related to F1. And so that that's yeah. going to be, that part is very specific to a lot of fans who don't necessarily find as much enjoyment in the other stuff. And they can't, they, they remove the series is a bad idea. Okay. Um, email. Here we go. All right. So rest of the email. Later update added November 24th. Thanks for telling us that. Um, we're, wait, what? This email was sent on November 23rd. How did he add something to it on November 24th? Um, so I think what it was maybe like he like I think he wrote some of these ahead of time and and like and like had him like in like a text file to then copy paste over. And then this bottom section was probably added on on that date. So the no. original I, I think the original part was three months ago. I think is what you mentioned. Understood. And then the bottom section is recent. Well, if I want you to listen uh, one more time, the email was sent to our inbox on the 23rd. He oh. says later update added on November twenty fourth. Huh. Uh, that's a good question. Oh, time zones. Uh, did you send this at like in Brazil? 
Yeah, your time zone that... should be like the same, <laughs> or like behind. You're in Brazil. Well, can, Brazil can probably be, I think, one hour ahead of of us. Did I think? you send this at like one a.m. your time? Negative three. A worm? What? We're negative. What are we? Negative four. Uh, I think I'm negative five. What time is it for you, Edu? What time is it for you right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is more. This is it. more important than the the marble mania. We're gonna come to the bottom of this. We have to know. We have to find out how this number discrepancy occurs. Uh, he's typing. He's typing. He's typing. Ing, ing, ing. Um, I love how this is we're spending our time on our Marvel podcast. It's night with the freaking military time. Minus twelve. <laughs> it's five five fifteen for him. Oh, well, it's five fifteen for us. Wait, no, sorry, I'm sorry. It's seven fifteen for him. Oh, so if you said okay, I guess if you sent this like after twelve and before two a.m. on the twenty fourth, and the update makes sense. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I'm done with that. You guys you guys puzzle that out. I'm going to leave that to y'all. So later update, added November 24th. I see that work started on the new Extreme series. Ideally, I would prefer it as a standalone tournament with all new exclusive teams. Thank you, Adu. I love you. Um, but most likely option is the addition of the names we're used to see. And to be honest, I don't like to see the channel becoming over-reliant on the same old ML teams. Fair. I understand so many viewers are very attached to their squads, hence why uh, MR is struggling to gain traction. Uh, oh yeah, Marble Rally. But maybe that's not mm. the way to go if you want to offer a variety. Well, um, here's what I'm gonna say to that. It is different when you talk about Marble Rally as opposed to a new tournament with teams. Marble Rally has trouble gaining traction because first of all, they're not teams. They're they're single marbles. So it's hard to relate as a team to to different marbles like like because they're not they're, they're just singles they don't have logos the names aren't as like well thought out with different vibes they're pretty good but they're, they're no ml team type names so there's it's not the same quality as far as reaching out to the audience also mr has a lot more competitors so they kind of get lost a lot of them just get lost in the sauce of the races the races are a little bit more repetitive and so it's hard to really like, I mean, there's a few, you know, red number three, Super Bowl that stick out and you, you love them, but it's hard to like get behind them and want to buy merch or want to write lore about Super Bowl as opposed to like the O-Rangers. So when you talk about Marble Mania X, you're coming up with a new tournament with a very creative idea if they do it right, like of like X Games, Extreme Sports, and you can come up with eight new teams. Right, you can you and you can make logos and you can do the whole lore thing or whatever it is. Marble Earth Project by Stint, he did a great job with that. But you can do all that, and and you can probably garner similar attention from the fan base and actually then expand the fan base because now the fans are like, all right, we got ML and Marbula One, and I like this team. But then I come over and to um uh Marble Mania X, suppose it ends up being a good series, and like I like this team, and this team will never be in Marble League and M One. And the Savage Speeders, if you're a fan of them, ill, but sure, will never be in Marble Mania X. So I can be fans of both of these teams separately and love their logos and their lore and everything because they're not crossing over. And if they did, that, that would have been smarter in my opinion. So I, I will say, I don't, 
I don't know why they didn't do that, but again, I just think it's like maybe it's. I just think it wasn't thought out enough, and and they didn't realize that that might have been better. Though then again, maybe there's reasoning against it. Who knows? Well, uh, yeah, I'm not really. So, like, they did a teaser for it, like where it's like, oh, like, this this Marble League team is gonna blah blah blah, like almost like hinting, like, okay, based on these context clues, you can guess it. One of the teams wasn't even actually what we thought it was, and like, I, like I was one of the teams that was was a retired team, and I'm actually kind of excited to have them back. They're a fan favorite, obviously. Um, we'll get we'll get into that uh after the email section. But I think I do agree. Having new teams would have been better to make it more distinct. Um, but like, say that they would never. I, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm certain that like, like, if they were popular enough, then like they would probably get added to the roster of like, oh, these teams will get to actually compete in the qualifiers. Heck, for all we know, that's actually what's gonna happen. Like, some of these teams probably are gonna like, because I think they said like it was like four teams were gonna be joining the showdown next year. Some of them can be returning teams. Some of them can be new. So, with four brand new teams, there is a possibility that some of them actually will be in showdown. I, that's true, and that and that might be nice if we if we come to like the new teams. Um, we'll talk right? about them soon. Um, it's a good way to get, introduce them early to get a fan base going ahead of time, so you know they actually have some hype going into it. I think they missed out on a chance to expand uh, the marble sports. Uh, I don't know world, right? Like, think about it. Look at marble maniacs, right? Choose a different size marble: twenty-one millimeter, twenty, th- twenty-five uh, millimeter. Make make a team of four, team of five, team of three. Right? There's more numbers than four. There's like four and all the other numbers. Team of ten might be too much, but there's three and two and five and five plus one. Like there's there's so many. They could have taken a bigger Marvel, made a completely different team structure, ha- still had logos in a similar style, and they could have gone crazy with with uh, different types of events that accommodate or you know play to the fact that you have like heavier, larger marbles. And they could have this whole new series with this whole new like growing fan base, likely. And they missed out on that. I still think Marble Mania X is going to be pretty good if it's the events are cool. But Can I think they made out a chance. Well, we don't read. Sorry. Yeah, I saw the comment. Um, yeah. We'll we'll give a formal introduction to Marble Mania X before we start talking about it because we're gonna have to get to the All rest right. of these emails. But uh, uh, basically, it's like extreme marble sports, as I said. But we'll kind of like dive into that better. Basically, I, they missed out on that chance, in my opinion. Let's move on to another email. Uh, Alex right. is cool. We haven't heard from him in a while. He writes in. He used to be very consistent, and then he I, we kind of both dropped off in the last few weeks, though, a few months. So here we go. He says he starts says a lot to update on uh, you on um, subject. Where have I been? IDK lol. So first thing, I had to de- delete my 850 subscriber channel. Oh, congrats at 850. Um, subscriber <laughs> channel because my ex best friend spam comments that were dot 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 dot. Oh, you did four dots. <laughs> you suck. Four dots? Yeah, that's four. Mm, that's three. Not very <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Not very nice. Um, I would usually retaliate, but he makes Minecraft videos. So hey, what's he gonna do? 
fair enough. I don't know what's going on. I, so I don't. I I feel like that's extreme. I feel like you can report a channel for like constantly yeah. spamming. I think and, like, it was and, like get them. I think it was a bad idea to delete a channel that you actually kind of yeah. grew pretty well. Like I think that's excessive. But yeah. You know, um do what you will also i guess i should let you know that i have a new channel i won't say the name here because i don't want to self-promote you can self-promote um because in the emails is all right but just so y'all know i was kind of disliking marbles for a while because no one at my school thought they were cool <laughs> i feel that man in my high school people no one like no no one really watched it besides me but like i just liked it so i had to i was like i don't care that you always have the attitude like if someone, if a bunch of people just don't like something that you're into, you know, it looks even worse if you start to fold because they make fun of it, all right? Like, part of, I guess, growing up, but also just part of being, like, you know, your own person is being like, you know what? I like this, and I like this no matter if everybody else does. Even if I'm the only person on the world that likes this, I like this because I like it, not because other people like it or don't like it. So just try to keep that mindset. Um, uh, I definitely went through that a little bit in high school because I was like, I'm into this thing. And everyone's like, I don't know what that is. And that looks crazy to me. So no. But um, yeah, you got to stick oh, with I'm things seeing, uh, that you like. I was seeing Alex said that he was using, his friend was using his channel to post comments. To, but to that, I say you could have just changed your password so you didn't, so your friend couldn't access your channel. <laughs> That's fair too. There were, there were solutions to that. Um, wait, actually... Oh, we had wait, it keep it keeps showing me top chat in the thing instead of all chat, so I just missed all this YouTube chat, whatever. All right, but basically, yeah, you should stick to what you like. Uh, try not to let other people, you know, affect your preferences. Uh, it's, it's hard to do that, just peer pressure and whatever, and then you feel yeah. weird. But yeah, continuing, I was uh, okay. So I was kind of liking marbles. No other school thought they were cool. After I learned that everyone in my school is a big dumb poo poo head. Okay, well said. Um, I grabbed some Hot Wheel tracks and Legos and had the most fun I had in a while. Speaking of Hot Wheel tracks, I do uh, commentary for that uh, Hot Wheels channel, Races and Fun. So just uh, putting that out there. Um, I still do that, and it's just so fun. I love doing it for them. So yeah, I, I have emailing. I have emailing for more than a year. Halloween 2020. You have been emailing for more than a year, I guess. Also, I have a question for you, lovelies, to ponder. How cool is it that MarbleCon actually happened? <laughs> it's not MarbleCon, but it, sure. Check Jella's community tab. They did a meetup in NYC. I know. You know how I know? I was there. I touched mm -hmm. the crazy cat size. It's crazy. It's crazy that I touched the crazy cat size. All right. Well, that's all from the YouTube obsessed kid with the voice cracks now. I'm literally a dog whistle, but thanks, you guys. All right. I'm going to keep cleaning my room. Thanks, Alex, for writing in. Your, <laughs> thanks, emails, Alex. your emails are always very interesting um good luck with all that you're going through right now seems to be a lot mentally um but yeah yeah it's i think it's crazy that it even happened that they even like did the meet and greet um but yeah it was it was great all right one more email and then marble maniacs uh mini marble league wrote in by richard hinckley he says i am creating a new marble league with the smaller marbles some of them are similar in looks to the larger marbles oh so i guess these are like 14 or 12 millimeters they look quite smaller than your average in the picture should i give the names of the marbles like white shadow jr and lava jr or should they be given unique names i would say unique names make them more distinct i think that you can get away with and like and like pretty nicely 
with like one or two teams making a reference to existing teams that are larger and do the junior thing. But you should do that once, maybe twice, and you should be unique the rest of it. Um, the reason things succeed on YouTube is because they're unique. So if you're going to make marble sports where the, I mean, the, the canvas is, the canvas is open for marble sports because it literally started five years ago. You can make something new in marble sports. And, and even when, even if you think all the ideas are taken, I can tell you for sure, based on my time right now with the, uh, the racing marble league committee working with them that we can't, you can't come up with new ideas because we're doing a tournament four team, like four marble team style thing and we we've come up with like completely new ideas mostly for our 12 event tournament that like do not resemble jmr events at all you can be creative so i mean and that's how you succeed so i would say it's nice to make a reference like for one team i don't know like maybe uh do uh the junior speeders for one but the rest of them should be unique they should be you should really take time to come up with names that you think are you know, um, you know, captivating and just uh, representative of the marbles that you have, and um, really try to be unique as possible. So, it's my opinion, Agreed. and that will do it for emails. Again, please write in; we love to hear from you. Marble Maniacs, uh, all right. Waf, you give you start us off. Give us an explanation of what that is, and then we'll uh, dive uh, into some of the. Uh, sure yeah I, this is i know this is derailing but i feel like you know i did the teaser in the intro and and james is here now so might as well just get out of the way right uh, let's do it now uh i'll take my headphones off so i can't hear you but like i'll just do it real quick hello Waff's well, gonna show us something he's standing up he's opening his door I don't know what's about to happen. Hope you're watching on the YouTube because this is all on the webcam. He's showing off his uh, outfit. Very nice. Look at him. Look at him spinning around. Definitely uh, a <laughs> little runway in the middle of the episode short. Thank you for that, Waff. There you go, James. I hope you're happy. <laughs> great. Great. <laughs> Thought he was going to go on some rant about the MX thing. Oh, I'll probably do that. Um, right, anyway, Waff, uh, thank you for that. Uh, but uh, now, to explain what Marble Mania X is. I feel like I should explain that, because that was probably very weird for me. Basically, on my birthday, I decided to just say screw it and be more true to myself posted some images of like of that and like james like yo that looks great you should put that on the next episode I was like okay so that's what i did <laughs> there you go <laughs> story time over <laughs> anyways back to actual marble talk <laughs> i would hope so um oh boy here we go so basically uh marble mania x as far as we know it's supposed to be marble n x games i suppose uh, so I guess maybe maybe think something along the lines of uh, what was that? What was that series that um MSPN did? It was um, oh the M Games, M Games, yeah. M so games. I think it's it sounds like it might be similar to that. Though that series uh, never was... uh never took off the way it. The... Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> they didn't it was post too that many videos. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, there is, uh, like, an image, I think, of, like, a tower that you can put up on the screen of, like, what one of the events might look like. It looks like a really tall structure, but I'm not really sure Where's that image? what it could be. Uh, I think it's somewhere in the, uh, the JMR spoilers section, I think, something like that. All right, I will find that like, image um, and also continue to talk. So this is an this is an eight team series. It's going to feature five right. new teams. Well, no, it's going to feature um, four new teams, four new teams, and team. four old teams. One of which is a team that is like coming out of retirement per se, or just like hasn't been there a while. And then three that that have been active. Um, so it's going to be a, a different style of tournament. Um, it's going to be nice to see tall. new teams. That is super tall. I have to find this picture. Uh, where? Why? Why can't I find this? Is this like in pinned or something? No, we don't. We never pin anything. We suck. Well, it's in the live chat now. So I go. Oh, okay. Wait. Let me yeah. pull that up. Right, I'm gonna open this. Oh crap! I don't know what this could be. All right, you're about to see it this. It is really tall. All right, so um, let's let's start let's start unpacking uh, Marble Mania X. So again, we know there's eight teams. We know what the eight teams are. So we're going to talk about them first. Um, uh, tournament lineup. I have it up here on the YouTube. I'd I'd recommend you go uh, look at it. You can take a look at the logos, marbles, colors. They have them posted if you want to like look at the specific marbles. Um, but basically, as you can see, uh, we get Balls of Chaos. Obviously, that makes sense. They're hosting. This is this kind of sets the tone. For what we're going to be looking at, uh, this X Games Extreme Sports, you'd think Chaos would fall into that. So it makes sense that the Balls of Chaos will be um, hosting this. And, um, I mean, well, if you want me to go through all the teams, or do you want to, like, go back and forth on this? Um, well, I think maybe you should go over, like, how, like the teaser image. Because, like, one of the, like, because a lot of uh Well, let's, hit, let's stance... hit the teams first, because I have this picture up already. Okay, fine. We'll do that, then. That's, like, that's what I got. I'm saying, do you want to talk about half of them? Or do you want me to go through uh, all of them? <laughs> uh, I'll talk about Sure, I'll, we'll do a half and a half. Okay, so, yeah, go. Maybe, t- I guess I'll, d- I'll d- we'll do two um, con- uh, returning teams and two new teams each. Just, just like go back and forth. Just talk about right. one. Okay. All right, okay. <laughs> you can all do right. whatever you so want. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> all right, first up, we got Balls of Chaos, which... Uh, who I talked host? about the Balls of Chaos already. Oh, my uh, God. Talk about any other I'm team sorry. You have seven to choose from. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh my gosh! I'm just trying to include so you in this, so then I'm just gonna go I'm sorry, on for I'm 20 sorry, minutes. I'm sorry. No, okay, here's a new team, the Noxious Ivy. Uh, probably my least favorite team in terms of name, just on its own. I gotta be honest. <laughs> really? Like, I I don't know. It just it feels weird. I don't. Kind of out of place in terms of its naming scheme. Yeah, yeah, I, I will, I will agree. The naming doesn't, it doesn't sound JMR classic. It's not a terrible name, like it's not the worst name I've heard, but it doesn't sound like exactly what you'd expect from JMR. Though I will say all of the names kind of stray a little bit, but I will say I love the logo and I like the the team idea, like that the ivy and the colors. So I will say that that's um, I'm I like it, but. I don't. Yeah, you're right. The name is a little off. Yeah, and like, I mean, we don't know anything about them, but like, so the teaser they did a teaser image, like, like, like did like hints, like, oh, this team is here to do X, but like, then the official reveal photo has them out of order, so it's hard to tell which 
hint was referring to which team. Mm, true. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think I'm just going to we'll have to warm up to it. But like I will say, that's that's not my favorite name. Though I kind of don't really like most of the new teams. Purple Rockets. We'll go to the next one. I don't uh, the lo- the new logo is better by the way the one that has more like darker colors in it but I don't like the name that much I don't like it it doesn't it and the logo is like pink anyway like it, I don't it doesn't it just doesn't ring right the way JMR names usually ring so uh, yeah I gotta say I I kind of agree I do think it's cool like because like for our fans who don't know the purple rockets actually originated from the retrospectives made by stint like they're they're a lore team that didn't exist before so like it's really cool that jmr is once again acknowledging this extended lore and canonizing some of it like i kind of like that but yeah like the name it feels too uh i don't know if simple is i don't think like like I, it just feel, it feels kind of weird about it. I don't know what it is, but like, like mellow yellow works for instance. But maybe, I think that's because like maybe but the that's rhyming. because you have the rhyming and it just it, it it elicits some sort of feeling. When I say purple rockets, I don't get any feeling. When I say mellow yellow, I get a very relaxed, melancholy feeling. Maybe you know when I say O oh, Rangers, I think of something more bold and kind of um, very you know engaged. When I say Savage Speeders, I think of a team that's more you know. Um, well, savage, I guess, but like you know, like a team that's like edgy and like you know fast and you know good at what they do, and they let people know that they're good at what they do. Like you get feelings from the names when they say balls of chaos. You think it just these just pinballs, just like just all over the place, you know. And and so like that's you get a feeling from all the, from most of the JMR teams. You get a feeling when you say the name Rojo Rollers. You get like this kind of foreign feeling because Rojo is like not English, and you just get a feel from it. Like they could have said like red rollers. They could have said anything else, but they said Rojo rollers. That gives a like a different feeling off jungle jumpers. I mean, you kind of get like a you kind of get like a feeling of a like an energetic team from mm-hmm. you know a far away place like a jungle, of course. Uh, but like you get a feeling. When I say purple rockets, I get absolutely no feeling about what what unique kind of backstory that team might have. Noxious Ivy, I will say, is a little better. But again, it's just, it, it doesn't give like the same feeling. I mean, like, look at, like you have four, four and four here. Shining Swarm. I mean, that gives off a nice feeling. You, you can kind of, you get like a, a picture in your mind of what that team might act like if you met them in person. Blackjacks. You know, you get that, you can get a feel. Pinkies. You kind of, and with the, especially with the pinky out and the logo, you get a feel of like what that team would be like if you met them like how they would act and how they would interact you know and just like the vibe you don't get that with the new teams like all of the new teams some of them better than others but you just really it's not the same so i will say that that's like a negative for me uh purple rockets being the worst of the four probably for me but uh anyway mm-hmm. go ahead waff um Oh, I see. I, I, you just said that they, they, the name was mentioned in the video, and I was thinking, I thought he was referring to Noxious Ivy, but no, I he was talking about the Purple Rockets and diving. And yeah, like, like I guess the Purple Rockets have been part of the lore before now, but like, like it, adding. Mm, also, so. It's, this is a general point, but the logos, like, 
I, they definitely still feel kind of like a Tim Ritz uh, logo, but at the same time, they feel very. But they were made by. Were different. they made by him? As far as I'm aware, they are made by Tim. Yeah, they they do seem him. They they seem like him. He made all these logos, hasn't touched the style in about two years, and now is trying to revive it. That's what it feels like, which is exactly what happened. He hasn't done logos for JMR in like a year or two because these were made all back in like 2019. So he's like, he's, it's still him, but he has to kind of like remember what, like his process for that. So they look like that. They still look good. They still look like they are him and, and, and like the logos are really good. They are. But they, the, but maybe there's just a different way he's expanding upon the style or just a different way he remembers how he went about it. So it's, they are slightly different in the way they're detailed. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess we can talk, we can talk about the next team, uh, another team. It's not necessarily the next on the list, but Blackjacks, they made it, they've returned. Like they are actually back. Mm. Like, and like they're, they're a fan favorite. I think of all the teams that people said they wanted to come out of retirement, Blackjacks is the one I've heard the most of. Heck, just just as a testament to that, we like even in our server we've had a Blackjacks logo for the team, even though it didn't have an official logo from Tim. So like it's been there since. So like people have wanted this, and now it has an official logo, which I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I like the Blackjacks logo. Logo. I like the team. You know, I'm usually against Hubelino teams, but that's more really just the Mini Maniacs. I don't mind the Bumblebees. Mostly I'm against Hubelino teams because partly because of the Hubelino thing and the fact that the mini maniacs were kind of just let like they weren't they were just let right into the qualifiers they didn't have to do showdown they didn't do showdown first you you guys remember that right like i'm pretty sure about this i'm pretty sure that's why i got upset like they were not they didn't have to start in showdown to get to marble league they just started in the qualifiers and then were just in and i didn't like that um and also you know, the other half of it is they don't really like the names. Now, the name, the, the, the Hubelino teams in JMR are not bad. Um, but, like, if Blue Fastix or Valiant Violence or Green Gang ever got into JMR, I would I would be very upset. But I personally, like, Blackjacks is probably my favorite Hubelino team. Because, uh, well, I personally am a sucker for the casino cards, poker chips vibe. So that's going to get me every time. Remember a Roulette Wheel, Waff? One of your favorite Oh, yeah. <laughs> favorite I events. Roulette Wheel. Oh, that was so, that was really bad, I will admit. It just felt, it took so long to like, code that in Algadoo. It felt like it must be good then. And like, <laughs> it was, it was bad. But, um, no, I, I like the blackjacks. I like the vibe they give off. And they give off a vibe. You think blackjacks, mm-hmm. you think of like a casino, you think of like um, a team that's kind of like dressed up nice, trying their luck, you know, you think of a team that likes right. to have fun, probably has a bunch of money that they're willing to gamble away. Um, you know, you just they give off a vibe, you, you like, you feel what it's like to be a blackjack. Um, yeah, I, I, we didn't, I didn't actually notice this until just now, but like, like really like looking at the, uh, the name plates below the Tim Ritz logos, I really like the blackjacks name plate kind of thing very much yeah like it's probably the, my favorite of them like it, there's a lot of style to that i hope they use these a lot more <laughs> a lot more a lot Actually, more I guess, yeah <laughs> i'm gonna make it, it was just so amazing it took my breath away for a second for sure um all right i'll, I'll uh, continue with one so let's talk let's talk strixes um i will say this is probably my favorite did i say noxious obvious favorite i think this one's my favorite of the four I like owls. I read this like book series way back uh, when I was in high school or like early high school called Guardians of Gahul. If there's if yes. any one of you know the series, 
I've wa- I've seen the movie. That's all, and that's oh, all I, I think know I, about I might it. have seen the movie, but the, and the movie's okay, I guess. But the um, it's it, it like a summary of like the first three books, right? So like basically. it's kind of rushed. But um, basically, the book series is about owls, and it's kind of like if you ever read Aaron Hunter's like series on animals, it's like that, but with owls. Um, it, I don't know. So I I just kind of really liked the whole owl vibe. So I kind of get I I guess because I've read the series, I've I get the vibe from this team. And like Strixis is a very like, like, in in like someone who's into owls type word. Like no one just thinks owls and they're like oh Strixis. It's like it's right. Like a, it's like a more scientificy name or like a like a name for people who know about owls. So it's I think it's nice. Um, I think it's kind of tough to say. The name is tough to say. So I feel like it's gonna sound weird. Like Greg will have trouble saying that if he's trying to talk really fast in a race. Um, uh, but I think the name's nice and the logo is just amazing. And it does the, this one gives off the most like vibe to me, the most feel to me. Like like they have some sort of uh, sense to them that it's not just it's not just a random name like generated off the internet and now let's make a logo. Um, I will say this is my favorite of the four logos too though because the owl the owl just looks <laughs> just staring at you. It's nice. <laughs> um, so I'm excited for this team. I don't know. Again, we don't know anything about the four new teams skill wise so can't say anything about that but uh yeah i like that team uh i, I guess like t- so i was going through the teaser stuff and i think i figured out who i think i figured out who is who sort of like the, the teaser for uh this new like one that says this new team uh shoot god bring it this new team is really is ready to uh sorry fans of this new team can hardly breathe excitement i thought that might be noxious ivy because like you know noxious fumes but i think maybe it's constrictors because like you know can they constrict they make they suffocate. Yeah. So I think then there is uh, this new team is seeking to blast off following small. That's that's purple rockets. Yeah. Uh, this new team has shown aptitude with logic and keenness to participate. I think that's owls because yeah. they're known as Wisdom. logical and stuff. Wisdom. So so I guess th- that's all we know about them from this is like oh they are they're a wise and logical team. Yeah. No, and that's the and vibe then, it gives off, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, and it's then the last last one. This new team is ready to add another wreath to their collection. So I guess like. This is a team that's supposed to have a history of competing. Well, wreath is wreaths are made of ivy. Oh shoot! Well, uh, there you go. That's <laughs> good job, Waff. But it, it, like, but wreaths are also used as like, as like um almost like metals in certain things. So like, is that meant to also imply that the noxious ivy has a history? I don't know. Maybe we'll get a retrospective that uh, explores that soon. Um. Anyway, uh, Waff, you want to talk about another team? We have three left here. Uh yeah uh like we, we kind of mentioned Shining Swarm passing but we'll go to them and like this one uh this one is like I think what people are most upset about because like the, te- the one of the teasers it was this Marble League team wants to branch out to extreme sports now you would think branch jungle jumpers oh that's that makes true sense so where's Shining Swarm no, fit into apparently that? it's Shining Swarm I don't get that it makes no sense because because the other ones they make sense like the Marble team this Marble team like blah, 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 this Marble League team likes to err on the side of danger. That's balls of chaos. Yeah. Then this this team is is waltzing to, to their way into new territory. Waltz is a dance. Pinkies dance. Pinkies. Oh, yeah, that's true. This, yeah. this retired team decided it was time for a comeback. That could have literally been anything, but that is done on purpose, you know, to leave some ambiguity. Yeah. But, but then, like, like, branching out, really? That's all they could come up with with Shining Swarm? They, yeah, they could have done a lot better. The Shining Swarm doesn't really have, like, a... 
solid object that goes with its name. What's a shine? What is a shining swarm? <laughs> they could have come up with something well, better though. Fireflies, I guess. They're like they, they, fireflies shine and they swarm around because they're bugs. I don't know. Um, I'm happy to see the shining swarm. We don't see them a lot, and they're not they're not terrible. I don't know. I don't really know. But eh, it's, it, I'd like to see them in a new in a new um, in a new light. Um, they're, not, they're not a team that people really care about a lot, so eh, you know, I'm I'm excited, I guess, to see them. I I mean, really, they're neither here nor there for me, but I'm not I'm not against them. It's not like putting like the whole rollers or like the Indigo Stars into this, you know. Yeah, uh, Super X has mentioned that they could have done something like because uh, the Shining Swarm were also the Mar Beats, like they are bands, like they could have done something with that. True. Yeah. Yeah. They could have done. They could have done a lot more, but they. Maybe they just got lazy. Uh, maybe Dion maybe. did that one. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Constrictors. I'll talk about this one. Um, I like the logo. Uh, there's a lot of depth to it. Um, a lot of like in the background shadows and stuff, which I like. It's this one's probably the furthest from the style you expect from Tim, but it's still a very good logo. Kind of just looks kind of like different yeah. in the way he handles colors and borders. But uh, no, I I personally think this team is um, I mean it's pretty cool. I guess I don't know. It does look a little bit like the bumblebees, the marbles. Uh, so people have talked about that. Um, I don't think that matters too much as long as it's a little different. And I don't know if the bumblebees will see Marble Mania X anyway. But um, again, it's just another new team where I think the name is okay. Like I think it has like a vibe to it. But again, I I don't really get as much of a sense as I should from like a name like balls of chaos to what the team is really about. Um, I feel like they could have spent more time coming up with names. I, I really do like, you know, just really thinking and really like being like, how can we continue to accentuate the vibe of JMR? So, right. And like, I, I, I'm noticing the thing, like some of these teams, like they refer to animals, like the Strixes and the constrictors is, are these the first animal based teams that have made it? Oh, well, we have green ducks. Oh shoot! Yeah, green ducks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Never mind. So, I, sorry. Like, I don't know. I was. I feel, I feel like this felt like kind of off. I was trying to figure like why it feels off to me. Like well, the, logo, shoot, the like, two animals. Yeah. Like the logo looks uh, is definitely. I definitely appreciate they put like grooves in the snake's uh, underbelly. So like so it wasn't just a plain C as a snake. It actually had a bit more detail. So like the logo is definitely more detailed than I expected it to be. I'm pretty. But like, it does. Hmm. I. I why is it why does green ducks feel like it works for me but not constrictors like maybe i felt this way about green ducks when they were first introduced it's just been so i did long. not feel the way about green ducks like it's weird and, I, and i'm gonna i'm gonna try to think on this um because like there are names that at first glance might feel like they break jmr template green ducks being one of them but for some reason when you say green ducks it feels like it fits with jmr but color, maybe? when I say constrictors, that doesn't feel the same. Noxious Ivy doesn't feel the same. I don't know why. Um, like, is it because there's a color in it, and like most of the names refer to colors in a way? Maybe, maybe that's a part of it. But it also, it also sounds nice to say too. It works like verbally, so maybe it's part of it. Maybe just like there's a lot of axes. Constrictors, Noxious Ivy, Strixes. They all kind of, they all kind of have like those similar sounds in them, and maybe that just kind of like throws it off. Because too much of that sound is tough to say. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's a very granular thing that most people will probably be like, they're just talking silly right now. But, uh, you know, we've been uh, we've been 
we've been doing this for a while, so we kind of really noticed that stuff. And something feels maybe uh, we'll warm up to it, but something feels off right now. Yeah, EJ posted the other ones. Uh, there's the bumblebees, the hornets, and the turtle sliders. Uh, we went over the green ducks, obviously, but the other two bumblebees was Hoopalino and hornets and turtle sliders were fan teams, and they both so feel like I, they fit in. Like, yeah, I mean, to me. I think it is. I think it is interesting to point out that like that 75% of them are either from a completely different, or not completely different, but a different style of tournament than Marble League, and then the other two were made by fans, so they probably didn't follow the same style of naming conventions, so, like, I don't know. I think the naming conventions find, like, it's followed, though, with all the other ones. I guess. Like, I don't... Hmm, let's see. It's just Hornets. Like, Hornets is literally just... It's just Hornets. But, but it works. Like you say, and hornets. Bumblebees, it's just bumblebees. And you're like, that that sounds JMR to me. I can be fine with that. Why? It, that is that is a really interesting question. Why is constrictors just feel so off to us? I don't know. That's a tough one. I I have to think on that. If it comes to me, mm-hmm. if I if I if it comes to me, I will say something randomly. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, do we have talk about the pinkies? What? Oh, pinkies? Yep. Well, yep. pinkies are here. Yeah. It, 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 not something I expect them to do, but hey, pinkies are here for extreme sports. But cool. just because no one really, like, gives the pinkies a lot of attention. Maybe they just wanted to get pinkies out there more. I'm fine with the pinkies being there. I think yeah. it balances out the all the different teams in, in this Marble Mania X. I would have liked... If, they were gonna, if they're using teams from Marble League, I would not have minded Savage Beaters because that kind of feels chaotic. Um... Uh, O-Rangers with that kind of Western feel actually would have worked too. I know those are two like very mainstream teams, but they work with chaotic Marble X type games. Um, what else? What else would have worked? Why, can, why am I blanking on every Marble sports team name? Um, <laughs> Momo, Mellow Yellow, those wouldn't have worked. Definitely not Momo. Uh, Green Ducks, not really. Um, Limers, nah, not really Limers either. The only reason Orangers as a fruit actually gets out of it is because the Orangers have the Western feel. Um, crazy Cat Size does work. It does work uh, too. So like those teams. Fla- Sorry, Flair is a JMA member, and he actually just posted a uh, that they wanted to stay away from the super popular teams. They wanted to give know. lesser known teams a chance to shine. Well, I figured that because you have the pinkies here, but right. I'm just saying as far as vibe match. Your, your three most mainstream teams at this point really are, are best match for something of X Games type. So, yeah, um, interesting. that is true. In- it is interesting about that. Rojo Rollers might have fit, though they kind of suck and no one cares about them. <laughs> um, Mini Maniacs. So chance to give them- Maniacs fits, but the minty part kind of doesn't. Um, but uh, neither here nor there. Um, I think Pinkies is just, I don't know. I, I want to see them, I want to see them compete more anyway because they, we don't get to see enough of them and, well, they kind of always seem to just be lackluster. So that's the teams. Those are the teams. Uh, we want to hear what you think about them. Um, I think they're okay, and I want to just—it's really going to be made up for in—is Marble Mania X itself actually an interesting event to watch? If it is, then that makes up for the teams being eh choices. Um, let's move on to um, let's discuss this giant tower here, and then uh, yeah. We'll start to wrap up with a retrospective. Oh, well, we, have, we also have the, the part about the mole afterward because like, that's eh. also pretty big. No, but we're getting late on time here. It's already an hour, so. 
uh, Mar- Wait, the tower, like, it, like, it, like, I don't know what it's for. I, maybe it's like a, a skydive or a really long race or something. I, I honestly genuinely cannot tell what that is supposed to be. Well, I mean, I'm just taking a look at it here. If you look at the tower, you see that you, there's a couple platforms here. There's one here just above the Marvel Mania X logo. There's a little platform. And then there's one, like, a little bit higher, like a higher platform. And then the tower goes up to a certain height and then narrows to a much thinner tower. And then there's something coming off that tower at the top, some sort of long, some sort of beam made of the connects or whatever. So, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities there. I don't know. Maybe they're going to do some high-rise tightrope balance beam type thing, and that's kind of the setup for it. Um, I don't know how that would work for marbles, but it's not my problem, I guess. Um, these platforms might be some sort of diving, some singular diving. Um, you know how the diving has different levels, the high dive and low dive, like if you see it like like pools and stuff. So maybe there's something to do with that, though those are uh, quite large platforms. Um but I don't know. It's really hard to tell. It's really hard to tell what the towers are before. I feel like, just from looking at it, I feel like there are going to be events that have a lot of extreme motion. We're going to have events where marbles drop a long way. We're going to have events where marbles roll off cliffs. We're going to have events where marbles like have to go to crazy heights for whatever it is they're doing. Because I think that's what the, the kind of chaos they want to put in this. So uh, I'm not necessarily sure what events we're looking at here because... I mean, it literally could be anything, but I mean, I don't know, maybe some sort of dives, jumps, tightrope, high in the air, bounds, beams. Looks like it's going to be more, I mean, it looks kind of like a single marble event type thing, at least the the one set up here. So, I don't know, again, if you have, if you have any thoughts, write in. Um, But, uh, but yeah, I think next week, um, maybe we'll actually talk about what we'd like to see in Marble Mania X, what kind of events we might be interested in. Stuff like that, but uh, for now, based on the information we have, it's hard to tell really what they're where they're going yet. Yeah, from what I've understood, like at least speculation from other people in the community that like, like this is something that Dion has pushed way more, and so I think like people are speculating that Dion is going to be the creative lead, like the of the of this of this series, but like over like Yella, so. We'll get a taste, of, I guess. If they're right about that, we're going to get a taste of what Dion can do, I guess. Well, I'm excited to see if he's got anything interesting up in his uh, sleeve there. Um, But yeah, that's basically information we have. All right, we're going to have to wait and yeah. see. And um, um, I'm sure it will be a few weeks before the first episode comes out. So we'll have more time to talk about it, talk about what we want, um, hear from you guys on it. Uh, etc so we're gonna wrap up today just talking about the retrospective we try to go through one per episode just kind of briefly celebrate um the team so i got uh midnight wisps up here uh did you you read through it right well uh unfortunately i did not get to read through it i'll read for through it for next week's episode all right um do you want me to talk about it then oh sure go ahead yeah yeah so it was um it was pretty cool. I, I think it was an interesting how they started. So they started like they like did something illegal and get fined for it, like racing. What? They 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 went on a they had like a tour, a bus tour, and they didn't finish the tour and then just went into the forest to race and then they were caught trespassing and then they were banned from that park uh, that they wanted to tour and um 
it was the discussion of course between them was on marble league 2016 and they just uh but that's how they like met that's how they became like close and friends and decided they wanted to race together but they started with some like illegal activity which is funny um and then their name came from a clock tower in their town and uh the regions well they say the region's legendary willow wisps i don't know if that's like a team they didn't really go into that much but uh Hmm. they they took from the clock and the wisps um so it's interesting to kind of learn about that um and let's see and oh yeah the other interesting part was 2018 where they won they and they say they say this well because I think this holds true for the Midnight Wisps as a as a Marble League champion. They talk about how the Midnight Wisps were far from the focus of that year. There was a lot of other things going on that people were giving a lot more attention. Savage Beaters possibly getting a second championship, the Oceanics absolutely killing it, um, uh, the Mo Mary thing uh, from the previous year, I guess. Um, but it was there was a lot of other things going on that people were focused on, and then people weren't really paying attention to the Midnight Wisps until like the very end where they realized. It. I'm trying to find where they really talk about this. Cause they said this, yeah, Wisp cannot be more relevant prior to this event. The season had centered around the rookie success of the Hazers, dominance of the Oceanics, relentlessness of the Savage Beaters and the O'Rangers, surprise in the biathlon. Not to mention the fall from grace that Mellow Yellow experienced and the formation of Team Mo Mary. 2018 had been full of twists and turns, and the final event was no exception. Fans and Marvel athletes alike on the edges of their seat until the very end. The focus was not the Midnight Wisps. And that makes sense to me because when people talk about the most memorable wins in Marble League, Midnight Wisps are not set. Midnight Wisps, right. for a team that's won the Marble League, are is still completely not a mainstream team. No one really, no one really talks about them. People talk about Savage Beaters, O Rangers, even Raspberry Racers, all the time. Um, and oh man, who won the? God, who won? Mellow Yellow won the shoot. No, yeah, Mellow Yellow. People like Mellow Yellow, but like no one talks about the Midnight Wisps. So I will say that they it makes sense how they wrote it because it does kind of speak to the fact that like they completely fell, they completely kind of came out of nowhere and like people weren't focused on them at all. Yeah, what? like I remember when I was watching that, I was watching that like, and they won it. I was like, wait, who? Like I I was not like thinking about the Midnight Wisps really at all as that season was going on. Like they just kind of came out of nowhere and won it at the end. And it was like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, so um, I don't know. That's uh, that's basically the article, and then they obviously talked about how they were not so great in the coming years. Um, and it was been meh. nothing, nothing great lately. Um, but yeah, so definitely check out those articles. Uh, they're on jlsmarbleruns.com. Retrospectives are all posted. They're slowly updating all of them. This one hasn't been updated yet. You can tell because they wished them luck in 2020, and it's 2021 already. But um, they're slowly updating all of them, and they're good. They just have like, if you're really into the lore and like want to just know little extra things about the teams, it's it's definitely worth a read. Um, yeah, I I know like I'll definitely read it for next so you can get if, if I have anything to say. But I know like there's an addendum, so I'll ha- I, there's something else I can read. I don't know if you read the addendum version. No, I did not. So yeah, okay. I guess I'll I can I'll read that and then we can add that to the everything. Sure. See if there's anything new to discuss. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that will uh, wrap things up for today's episode. Um, that's uh, 
a lot of interesting things coming up, but uh, we're still, we still haven't gotten content in a while. So uh, go JMR. Stop traveling to New York and start making more <laughs> videos. Um, eh, and so, yeah, Moff, uh, whenever you're ready, you can take us out. All right, then. Roll on, Marvel Sports fans. Thank you.